This is the old 77 bonus content. Today, we're talking with Dave. Hey. Dave has a unique condition. Dave has uh, what's known as CVS. It's cycliting. Can you say it for me? Cyclic vomiting. Cyclic vomiting mm-hmm. syndrome, Some right? people say cyclic. Some people cyclic. say cyclic. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I've, I've known two people now, and this is, talking with Dave, this is very rare. Like, you, you don't have that. Right. I've known two people with this illness. I've literally not met another person face-to-face that has CVS. Yeah. I'm on a support group that's got about 13,000 of us. From that, all that's over the amazing world. right there yeah and i mean it's from all over the world i've got i've got videos on youtube too and i i will have people contact me i had a guy that was what's your C- channel name do you, do you have one cvs killer cvs killer yeah you're, you're, cvs so you hate really killer. long receipts <laughs> <laughs> i know man it's such an unfortunate uh right. abbreviation right. because we all think of cvs the pharmacy yeah yeah. 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 And it's weird too cuz we were talking beforehand like this this other person that I know everyone thought she was making it up. Yeah, that like, happens a lot. Like this isn't she was she was a very anxious person. Yeah. You know, and and no, this isn't real. She's trying to get out of stuff. Or, right. No, you know, maybe she's going to do this. Yeah. And, and it's not like that at all, is it? No. And and the same thing happens when people end up in the emergency room. So what how, how did it how did it play out for you then? Um, so when I was about I want to say about 24, 25 years old. Um, I woke up one Saturday morning. The night before, I had went over to my buddy Alan's house and played poker, which was like a thing we would do every Friday night. Had a few drinks, but nothing crazy, you know, maybe three or four drinks. And so the next morning when I woke up, I started out with a headache. Mm. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I've got a little hangover or something, you know. But then once I puked... Um, it got much worse. This, I got this horrible pain in my, in my stomach Mm. and it would not go away. And the first one that I had was about two or three days. Couldn't eat anything. Like it lasted two or three days. Yeah. With this constant abdominal pain. And it's, it's so, uh, painful that it's almost impossible to like sleep. Yeah. And that's kind of how she was too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's torturous, man. I would not wish it on anybody. Yeah. Absolutely torturous. But so that happened. My first episode happened. And then once it was over, it was over. I was fine after that. Well, then, I don't know, maybe three months later, it happened again. Mm. Same exact scenario. And that was when I realized, okay, there's something else going on here. Yeah, that's that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Mm. So... I continued to get these episodes every few months. Um, in between, I would feel like a completely normal person. Really? Yeah. So, it, it, and you didn't have any any symptoms leading up to it. It was just nothing, no wow. forewarning. It mm. came out of nowhere. Dang. And wow. so, for the first, I don't know, maybe six months that I was dealing with it, I didn't even know what I was dealing with. So I spent a ton of time googling on the internet, mm-hmm. and eventually, I finally found some uh, documentation about this condition, cyclic vomiting syndrome. So I read it. Everything on there matched me. It's these episodes of vomiting. Then in between, you feel completely normal. Um, it's very stereotypical. Like for me, when I was first getting them, they only happened on the weekends. And that's very, very common. Like people, really? people will get them um, certain days of the week. Like a lot of times it will revolve around their work schedule. Well, why? Has well, that ever been explained to you? Why? Because um, because anxiety can be a trigger. And here's the weird thing is that 
it doesn't have to be negative anxiety. It can be, I'm excited. I'm going to go to a concert. I'm excited for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I missed I missed concerts. I missed my own bachelor party because of this thing. Um, so anyway, I got the documentation. I brought it into my doctor who had no idea what was wrong with me either. And yeah, this is about the time I showed up here. And yeah. Yeah, maybe a little bit yeah, before man. then. It but was, Dave yeah. was thin. Yeah, I was really skinny, man. Yeah. I was really skinny. The good thing is, was once I found my document, the documentation, I brought it into my doctor. Um, she read it and she immediately said, okay, this is exactly what's happening to you. And so her and I both kind of learned about CVS together. Mm-hmm. And it That's was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always say having a, having a doctor that doesn't know anything about CVS, but is willing to learn is much better than having a doctor that thinks that they know all about mm-hmm. CVS and is not willing to work with you. Absolutely. Good point. Yeah, we had Absolutely. so many different um, meds that they would try on me, and most of them were not successful. And um, I was at the point, man, literally where, like, I wished I was dead. I really wanted to die mm-hmm. just, to, just to end the misery. So about three months before my boys were mm-hmm. born, so this was in, uh, like, March of 2016, my mom showed up to my house one day with a handful of supplements <laughs> and basically told me, like, Dave, you're going to take these supplements. Like, I had to do this. Yeah. And um, so she had heard about these supplements in one of the big support groups that I'm on because she's she's in the support group, too. It's a good mom. Absolutely, dude. If my mom, if, mom. if my mom wouldn't have given up on me. Like, yeah. she's mm-hmm. the only reason why I'm here today, yeah, because man. I had given up on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, shit, was it? Um, supplements, man. Supplements, yeah. So she brought the supplements over, and she said, Dave, <coughs> you're going to take these supplements. And so I took the supplements for, like, five or six weeks before I could finally get into my doctor, because there's one prescription med, too, mm-hmm. that's part of this cocktail. So when my mom gave me all this information, I had already tried so many things. I had no hope that I was going to get better. Right. That's what I love about Dave, man. He'll try anything. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Anything that helps him. Yeah. yeah. You, you stick a poison frog dart in his ass and he's okay with Absolutely, it, man. Absolutely, man. It's it's a learning experience. Right. But, um... Appreciate yeah, it, the hell out of you for that, man. Well, thank you, brother. If it weren't for my mom, dude, I, I wouldn't be here. Um. So... In the meantime, I've made YouTube videos. I'm really active on all of these support groups, and mm. I've helped a ton of people. That's good, out. man. And these support groups, I get emails from people all over the world saying, "Hey, dude, I saw your video. I'm doing a lot better now." That's cool. You That's know? cool. Yeah. And I never get tired of that. Well, and it's like now we're bringing awareness to it, right? Because and I, I really most appreciate people have that. never even heard of this. Yeah, most people have never heard of it. Um, it seems like it's becoming more common. You know, it seems like it's out. It's always been there. Now we just, it's like autism. Yeah. It's, it's always been out there. We right. just now have a name for it and we know how to look for it. They actually think that Charles Darwin had CVS. Really? Mm-hmm. I could see that. And he, I, he was I also, prone to fits. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I also have a theory that Kurt Cobain did too. Kurt Cobain had an, urs, an, an ulcer in his stomach. Mm-hmm. And he was also probably mainlining heroin every day. He, yeah. had, he had really bad stomach issues. Well, he was also married to the Carol Baskin of the 90s. Right, mm. right. But... Um, he was. He was. That's a good point. When I would Man. have these episodes, the only thing that would stop them were, like, narcotics. Really? <clears throat> like, opiates. 
or like benzos, benzodiazepines, which is like Xanax, mm-hmm. Ativan, those types That's of That's the only thing that would stop it. That was the only thing that would stop it in its tracks mm-hmm. once it had already started. And would that's it, would it come back worse? No. That it, it would it would abort the episode. Hmm. And for most of the people in my support groups, traditional nausea meds are useless. And the theory behind that is because this is a thing that actually begins neurologically, mm. which would also explain why anti-anxiety meds right. I was just thinking that. would be helpful. Um, but the, the, the supplements and stuff that, that my mom gave me in our little support groups, it's known as the magic cocktail. And after about the third day when I started, when I added the prescription med to the two supplements, for the first time in years, I actually started waking up in the morning feeling like a normal person. Wow. Most mornings when I would wake up, I literally couldn't stick a toothbrush in my mouth without gagging. Mm. I always really? felt worse in the mornings. and it. So did it heighten your like <laughs> gag reflex? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When I would be in the middle of episodes, my sense of smell would be really, really heightened. To where you would gag <clears throat> smelling things? Well, no, but like if I would try to drink water, like it had to be purified water. Mm. Like tap water, I could taste all of the really impurities so like it heightened your senses yes Mm. it's bizarre that is strange it's bizarre but here's the good thing man i'm four plus years now since i started that cocktail and as you guys know i'm in a hell of a lot better shape than i was yeah man you're in a lot better place yeah you are yeah and i've i've been able to raise awareness to people in my support groups and, and help people out and so i just want to tell you guys thanks for allowing us to do this little yeah man absolutely i'm hoping that um you know, some people in my support group maybe can share this with family yeah, members. Yeah, absolutely. Share of away. Course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And and just we just need to raise awareness, man, because um one of the other thoughts that I would have when I when I wished I was dead is like I would also think like, man, I wish I just had cancer. Because at least people, At least then you would have a name for it. Yeah. And, and not only that. that, but like people know what cancer is. I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um but with CVS nobody really knows what it is. Right. So yeah. we've just got to raise awareness and not give up hope and we'll talk about some more symptoms and more things and we're going to take a break right now but we'll talk about all of that coming up next this is the old 77 bonus content call or text the old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779 help ensure future episodes by becoming a sponsor today to find out how email the old 77 podcast at gmail.com Welcome back to the old 77. Today's bonus content edition is Dave and I, and we are speaking about Dave's illness, CVS. Not my mental illness today. Not today. (laughs) This is a physical condition. Well, I guess it is. It's physical and mental, though, too. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. man. I mean, for a lot of us, myself included, anxiety can be one of the biggest triggers of episodes. Is, is Is that a trigger of yours, anxiety? Yes. It was my biggest trigger other than alcohol. Alcohol, really? Well, so the first time I ever had an episode, which I shared with you guys Mm -hmm. earlier, I had had some drinks the night before. Not a a huge amount of drinks. And and that's a trigger for you as well? It was my first trigger, and to this day, I pretty much stay away from alcohol. Yeah, man, being in a band, you probably had a lot of access to alcohol. I had a lot of alcohol thrown at me, dude, for sure. Um, It's kind of weird, man. I I don't know how to explain it, but I can kind of just tell. Like, I can listen to my body. And that's cool. Decide you're, like you're aware of that. Yeah, like I'll if somebody throws throws a drink at me, like I can pretty much tell, like okay, I can have a drink tonight. 
And I can also tell like when it's not a good idea to have a drink. And pretty much it's never really a good idea for me to have a drink. Well, we were talking about, so when, when all of, when all of this happens and you're triggered and you start having an episode, we were talking about last segment, a cocktail that can kind of help bring you out of that. Yeah. Does it help prevent them? It's prevention. Prevention. Which is even better. Yeah. Because I was depending on narcotics to just lessen the severity of my episodes. Um, But it wasn't doing anything to actually prevent them. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So there's this thing that we in the support group, we call it the magic cocktail. Or sometimes you'll hear people call it the mito cocktail, as in mitochondrial. Okay. Because uh, mitochondrial. Mushrooms? No, you're thinking of myco. Okay. Yeah, no, this is mito, like the mitochondria in your cells. Oh, oh okay, okay. So they think that CVS is is also related to some sort of uh, mitochondrial dysfunction. Like a cellular degenerated? Something, something like, that. like that, yeah, on the like, cellular yeah. level. But that that's not important. But it, it, if you get on the support groups, if you think that you might have cyclic vomiting or if you know you have cyclic vomiting syndrome, if you're listening to me right now and you don't know what the magic cocktail is or the mito cocktail, M-I-T-O cocktail, you need to you need to get on that because um, so there's a video that I made um, on my YouTube page and the, the YouTube account is CVS killer CVS space killer there's a video on there that's called the the magic the magic cocktail cure for CVS is the name of my video I've got over 10,000 views on that video um, and I've had people contact me from all over the world and, That's cool. and tell me that the information in that video turned them around or turned their child around. If I would have had the information in that video when I first started having episodes, it would have saved me like nearly a decade of pain and suffering. Really? So that's the number one thing that I would encourage a listener to do if, they, if they're not already hip to the magic cocktail. Read about it give it a try well you touched on it a little bit before but yeah. say someone has been sick for a while and they're having conditions and they don't know what's going on with them right talk about maybe some of your earlier experiences and how you came to like put things together so for instance if i have this 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 strange thing going on with me now but the, the symptoms sound similar yeah like like help me help me help myself a sure bit. yeah so the main um the main aspect of cyclic vomiting syndrome is you have these episodes where you get nauseous, you vomit. Most of us have really bad abdominal pain. Sometimes there's also a migraine involved too. Um, but the telltale sign of CVS is that in between these episodes, you feel like a normal person. Um, the other telltale sign is that the episodes are often very stereotypical like they are triggered by anxiety. Certain people have certain foods. Cheese is a common trigger for some people. Alcohol is a trigger. So you have to pay attention to, okay, what have I put in my body recently? And that way you can narrow it down. Yeah, you have to listen to yourself. Absolutely. And here's the number one thing that I would say to anybody that thinks that they might have this. If you are on Facebook, you need to find some cyclic vomiting support groups. The the biggest one that I'm in, and it's my favorite one out of all of them, is called Cyclic Vomiting Syndrome Network Support Group. I think there's about 13,000 of us in there. Some of us are patients, some of us are parents. Um, some of us are husbands and wives of people. Right. Because this thing, I mean, it doesn't just harm the person that has it. 
harms the entire family. Yeah, it gets everyone. Because right? mom, you know, mom's too sick to go, you know, to go to the soccer game or right. whatever the case may be. So I know when I found that support group on Facebook, it was like it was like the sea had been parted. Because the thing about this condition, I still have never met anybody face to face. Right. I was going to say, this is such a rare condition. Yes. Yeah. So you think um, that you're the only person that's going through this. Yeah. Um, nobody really understands it. Well, the main thing that I learned when I found that support group is there are thousands of people. Yeah. You're not alone. Yes. That are going through exactly what I went through. Yeah. Um, so just, just the fact that you can talk to somebody that understands what you're going through. Just that in and of itself is therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just uh, to have that that open communication. Yeah, because so many of us get told that we're crazy or that this is all in our head. I was going to say where it's all made up. You're making it up. <clears throat> right. You're not really sick. You just went off work. Right. You don't want to go to the family reunion. Yeah. yeah. And if any of those people that said that could spend five minutes in my shoes when I'm in the middle of one of these episodes. Well, I'm not going to lie. I've been a guy who said that. No, she just made that up. Yeah. If you could experience five minutes worth of these one of these episodes, you would never question us again. I would not wish it on my worst enemy, man. Like I said, I've, I've only known one other person. Yeah. And yeah, we thought she was making it up too. Yeah. And here's another thing, uh, another kind of hot topic um, with cyclic vomiting is cannabis. So I am a medical cannabis patient. And when my episodes were at their worst... Cannabis was really the only thing other than addictive narcotics. Like a, an opioid. Yes, yeah. that would bring me any relief. So, but here's the thing. There's this big argument going on right now because there's a condition called CHS, which is cannabis hyperemesis syndrome. Yeah, I, I was thinking this Yeah, yes. when you said that. The symptoms are almost identical to cyclic vomiting syndrome. Only uh, it's the actual cannabis that's doing it to you, right? Right. And it's a buildup in your system over a time. Yeah, and it's usually people that are smoking a ton of weed right. for a very long period of time. Right. So I know that mine is not caused by cannabis because I hadn't touched... I used cannabis as a teenager, but when I first started having episodes, I had a state job, so I was subject to urine screens. Right. I were, worked in a prison. Yeah, you were clean. Yeah, so I wasn't using any anything, mm -hmm. you know, let alone cannabis. Um, and I continued not to use cannabis for, I don't know, the first couple of years after I started having episodes. So then how did you come to find out this then? Uh, oh, were you just smoking one night? Like, oh, wow, I'm feeling better. Or did somebody actually recommend this to you? Well, I just knew that cannabis has incredible anti-nausea properties. Yeah. So I just basically connected the dots and I said, mean, hey, I may as well give this a try. Right, they give cancer patients that yeah. going through chemo. Yeah, because yeah. nothing else was working. Yep. And I don't want to say that cannabis is a cure for CVS because it's not nowhere close to being a cure. But, but it sounds like a decent treatment for the illness. Yes. You know, absolutely, man. Um, and it's a hell of a lot safer than a lot of the prescription drugs. I worry about taking opioids. Like, you, I, don't, you I, don't, I don't even like taking ibuprofen, like yeah. NSAIDs. Yeah. I don't even want to take those. Yeah. No, those you, worry me. You should be worried, man. You and I have had this conversation right. before. I've we lost have. a I know, I've known about a dozen people that have overdosed on opiates and died. I've lost a few friends along the way. Yeah. So, man, regarding the opiates, if, if I've got twin boys at home, they're almost four years old. Um, if they get, you know, a dental procedure or God forbid they have some type of accident where they have right. to have surgery. 
and they try to give them opiates, that will be an absolute last resort but for me. But at some point, you have to give them something. Yes, you, you know? do. Like I, I got my I got my wisdom teeth extracted a few years before I showed up here in Jeff City. Yeah, and I they gave me Vicodin and uh, like a really high powered ibuprofen. Uh huh. And the high powered ibuprofen was great. Uh huh. Okay, it took all the pain away, but it was the symptoms that it left that I couldn't stand. Like, okay, I was on, I was probably on this ibuprofen for a good week because I just, my mouth hurt. I had to go in, like a couple of them, they had to do extraction. So they really had to get in there. Afterwards, I was constipated for a month yeah, because opiates. of the ibuprofen. Well, was there opiates in the ibuprofen? Was it like a mixture of ibuprofen? It was, it was ibuprofen and something else. Yeah. And then there was the Vicodin. And it yeah. was the combination back and forth. I mean, it kept me great. Yeah. But afterwards, like, it took me a good while to get back to normal. Yeah. And I don't, I, 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 I hated the feeling the whole time. Yeah. Like I don't hurt, but I hate the way I feel. Yeah. See, that's not me, man. I don't like, I don't like them at all. I, um, I will never forget the first time I took an opiate. I was probably 12 years old, um, after a dental procedure. Yeah. And, uh, and man, let me tell you, man, that made me, that stuff made me feel like I was floating on cloud nine. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I understand the appeal back yeah. in the day working in a factory. Yeah. You'd take something and you'd feel like you were 12 again. Yeah. That heck yeah. And you it's, know? it's very anti-anxiety. Those right. types of medications. Yeah, yeah, sure, you, just, you don't care. They'll kill your physical pain to a degree, but really what they do really well is kill your emotional pain. Yeah. They're very, you know, anti-anxiety. You know, and that's, that's, that's right up there with how you start abusing them. Yeah, oh, exactly. I feel great. I mean, the most people that end up um, dead from these things, most of them are people that got opiates the legal way. Right. They were prescribed. And then maybe they get cut off because now all these doctors are cutting people off now. Oh, yeah. People yeah. that really do need them. Dude, so my mom was, she's, my mom's in a nursing home right now. She's kind of really slipping due to a stroke. It, it really messed with her memory and she's, she doesn't remember much, but for 12 for 15 years my mom had a prescription for Vicodin uh -huh. and it doubled every like every month yeah. every two months or so often because she just had such a tolerance yeah for 10 years my mom's been on a prescription for Vicodin mm -hmm. she started losing her mind a little bit and they cut her back yeah and it was just like she she didn't even know about it you know and thank god for the 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 mind problem there yeah so she didn't know about it but I mean legitimately she went through withdrawals oh absolutely I man. mean just anything that long you're on you, absolutely you know. yeah so um so get on a support group yeah um if you think that you have this um and if you think you have it again did you give us uh, some symptoms and, and some things that you can pinpoint yeah so is there a website too like where you found there is a group um called the cyclic vomiting syndrome association the cvsa cvsa yeah i think it's like cvsa.org maybe uh, but if you just google it you'll find them um and they have um they've got their own website and it's got some great information and they've got they've got some message boards and stuff but their website is not anywhere near as active as this the facebook, the facebook support, support group so i would go to the cvsa page just to gain a, some information and an understanding of what cvs is but as far as talking to other people, I have not found anything better than, than that particular uh, support group that yeah. I found on Facebook. It's just, um, but I wanted to go back to the cannabis thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in my case, I had CVS for four years. No, I had CVS for two years before I actually treated it with cannabis. Hadn't touched cannabis for at least a couple years before my episodes ever began. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't take a rock and science 
scientists to figure out that mine was not caused by cannabis. Yeah. Um, but sadly, what happens to most people that end up with in the emergency room with this, if they find cannabis in your system, they will automatically tell you that you have CHS and that it's the cannabis that's causing. And your, they write you off. Yeah. And they will just straight up refuse to treat you. I literally talk to people in these support groups every single day that this happens to. That's terrible. Dude, it just, it breaks my heart. And um, so just for kind of shits and giggles, I joined a CHS support group on Facebook and it's called CHS versus CVS, spotting the difference. So I mentioned earlier, I've got about 13,000 people in my big CVS support group. So I went into the CHS support group just to see what was going on. Yeah. Very, very few people posting anything. Um, And I'm not saying that CHS isn't a real thing. But what I am saying is that for people that have cyclic vomiting syndrome, cannabis is your friend. It's not an enemy in in almost all of the cases. And, And the sad thing is that even when we do what we have to do to rule cannabis out, so doctors will make you... Um, quit using it for at least three months so there's enough time for it to get completely so out, of out of your, your system. system. Yeah. But even for those of us that do take those necessary steps, we still get treated like shit by doctors, especially in emergency rooms. So here's the other piece of advice I would give. Find a primary doctor who is willing to work with you and who is willing to write you scripts for the meds that you need to take to abort your episodes with. Because for real, the emergency room is the absolute last environment that somebody that's going through this should have. Because any noise or outside stimulation, um, it literally will bring waves of pain into my abdomen when I'm having an episode. It sounds bizarre. Yeah, that is weird. But literally like just my phone vibrating or somebody walking into the room just to check on me or something that triggers this wave of anxiety and then this wave of pain that goes into your to your abdomen ask anybody that has cvs they tell they'll tell you that the puking is not the worst part it's the abdominal pain that's really the worst part um yeah man i couldn't even begin to imagine so do what you need to do as far as researching cannabis but i talk to people every day in these support groups and I'm convinced that for almost all of them, cannabis is, is a helper, yeah. not, not the opposite. Um, but that being said, if you have these symptoms and if you have been using cannabis the whole time since your symptoms have started, then yeah, you need to stop taking cannabis yeah. and you need to rule it out Yeah, because... That gives the rest of us that do rule it out, that really do have CVS, kind of a bad name. Like we get labeled. You're going to get that though no matter what. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just a shame, man. We live in an age where the opiate uh, crisis is so bad that doctors are afraid to prescribe opiates now. Well, like with my mom, they just took it away. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you can't do that to someone. Man. You can't, uh, uh, 10 years on a prescription and yeah. you take it out, you know. And you know, the, the, Come with, on. yeah, it's insane. The withdrawals from opiates are bad, but um, the benzos, benzodiazepines, yeah. stuff like Xanax, um, I've heard that the withdrawal from that can literally kill like you. Like you hallucinate and stuff. Yeah. yeah. People, like people generally, the withdrawals from opiates don't generally kill people, but. Yeah. Oh, uh, benzos, you can die from that. And 
So yeah, man, I don't understand why these, these are doctors. They should know, like, don't just cut somebody off. If you want them to stop taking them, wean them right. off of it at least. I mean, least. that's a thought for another show, I think. Absolutely, but, I man. Mean, doctors, do- doctors aren't all about helping you all the time. There, there are some. Yeah. But it's just like what we said, you know, there's some good ones and some bad ones, yeah. and the bad ones ruin the good ones. Yeah. And but, I do, you know, I'm so lucky to have a great hey man, doctor. Hey, man, what do you call a doctor that graduated last in their class? call them a doctor right right because they're out there writing scripts because we can't all be tops in the class dude my experience um in medical facilities the nurses are really the ones that know their shit have you seen all that equipment the nurses have to do like they got to hook up all the ivs and pumps and all that crap yeah and i've seen a doctor come in and talk like he can't even articulate himself right the thing about hook all that crap up yeah the thing about doctors is they're they're always so in demand. So even if you do get right. in to see a doctor, he like ain't got you're, time. you're lucky if you get 10 minutes with yeah, him. Yeah, he ain't got time. I'm very lucky to have a great doctor. And if you have CVS or if you think you might have CVS, if it's possible for you, make sure that you find a doctor that takes you seriously. Who's willing to listen. Who is willing to listen and right. learn. If, if you come in and you say your issues and he's like, nope, or she's like, nope, it's this. Yeah. Get a different doctor. Get a different doctor. And unfortunately, that's generally the reaction from almost all ER doctors. So find a primary physician that's willing to work with you. Well, ER doctors are only there to treat you right now. Right. And in their defense, they do see a lot of people that are in there seeking drugs. So I understand why they're paranoid. I get it, you know. Yeah, I get that too. I get it. But that being said for somebody like me that's been that's had this condition for 10 plus years i've got all the documentation i've got the the diagnosis from the special like i've got all you've lived of that. with it for a decade now though you i'm fairly certain you have it in check i do um, is there a, is the, now is there with people like you who have it in check could like one day it just spiral out of control again yeah dude that's or- that's my biggest fear it just it just does it on its own right so no the, matter how much you take to prevent or yeah man so um the medication that i'm on so i'll tell you guys the the ingredients of the magic cocktail so it's two over-the-counter supplements one is l-carnitine mm-hmm, i've heard Mo- of that most of us take 2000 milligrams of that a day um and then the other one is another one you've probably heard of coq10 yep so I take 800 milligrams a day of CoQ10. That explains your hair. It's so, so nice. So Thank wavy. you. Thank you. So full of sheen. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. It could be. <laughs> okay. No, that, so. ex- that explains your hair because that stuff makes your hair grow. I do have great yeah, hair. Yeah, you do have a, you have a solid set of hair. I mean, you're also incredibly modest about your hair too. Yeah. God, I do have some great hair. I do have great hair, man. Damn, my hair is gorgeous. Okay, so before I forget... <laughs> The third ingredient yes, on the Magic Cocktail is a prescription drug, and it's called amitriptyline. Um, so, and it's, I think amitriptyline originally was a psychiatric yeah, drug. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds something brain-related. Yep, it's just, yeah. it's a, it, it, that's originally what it was made for, and we really have no idea why it works for people with CVS. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, but uh, it's an off-label use, yeah. yeah. Kind of like all depression medications. We don't know what they do. We just kind of toss it. In right. Hope. It's like it's like the lock that fits the key. Yep. You know what I mean? Or the key that fits the lock. Um, so by about the third day after I started the amitriptyline, that was when I just made a huge turnaround. Like I went from feeling like shit every day 
to waking up and feeling like a normal person again, which was incredible. Um, But you were asking, like, can it come back? Yeah. Uh, Three days that turned you around? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It. uh, That's some fast acting stuff. It was incredible. Now, if I still, if I have an episode tomorrow, I would still need to use the opiates probably to abort the episode with. Yeah. But the great thing about the magic cocktail and the amitriptyline is that it's prevented my episodes from even happening for the most part. So I haven't even had to touch any of that. When's, other when's the last time you've had an episode? Well, you know, I had a, you I had, had one a, here while back. I had a little scare a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I was able to get my abort meds and, yeah. and I was good within a day. And in the past, these things would drag on for six, seven, eight days. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Um, so even though I have had some episodes kind of start to creep back in, it's much more manageable than it was before. Like, I can afford to miss a, a day of work here or there, but this deal where it goes on for five, six, seven, eight, nine days, yeah. you like, can't do that. Like 10 days at a, at a clip. I went through so many jobs. You guys were the only ones that stuck with me. Yeah, I, I ran into you several places. Yeah. Yeah. You were at different jobs doing different things. Yeah. Like, man. Damn, I work with that guy. Yeah. He's yeah. everywhere. And that's, dude, that's really common. A lot of a lot of people that are living with this um, in a bad way, we can't keep jobs. A lot yeah. of us are on disability. A lot of us have a hard time getting disability. Disability is hard in general to get. Most people in my support groups that have had success with disability had to hire a lawyer yeah. to get it to work. Um, but I, no doubt in my mind that when I was at my worst four, five, six years ago, I absolutely should have been on disability. Yeah, man, you were you were gone a lot. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's a it's a serious deal, man. It's it is no joke. But for well, anybody, I'm, I'm glad you have it back in check, man. I'm I'm glad you're in a good spot right now. Me too, it. man. Me yeah. too. And that gives everyone else hope. Hopefully, yes. If you're listening to this and you are sick, you can in fact get to a good spot one yeah, day. Yeah, because dude, I was I I told you I had already given up hope yeah, on this myself. Guy, this guy was in rough shape when I met him. Yeah, yeah. I, I had already given up on myself. It was it was having um, a, a family that was a good support system to me that got me here. So, um, dude, I'm glad and. And all of the all of the pain and suffering that I dealt with, um, today I feel like it was all worth it because I'm I'm happy now. Yeah, you know. Well, you wouldn't be the same without it. Right. Absolutely, man. It yeah. builds character. Yeah. Some of the some of the nicest, most genuine people that you were that you will ever meet are people that have suffered a lot. Yeah. Are people that have dealt with oppression. I'm not claiming to have dealt with no, the oppression. No, no, um, not either. But you know. When, People who have gone through some shit typically know how shitty it can be, and they're yeah, nice to you. And they have empathy. Right. They have empathy. Which is something that we are sorely lacking these yes, days. Yes, we need that today. Yeah. That's for sure. So, I mean, bottom line, if you're listening to this, there is help out there. There's support groups. My YouTube page is called CVS Killer. If you want to send me a message, I check my YouTube messages all the time. I'll get back to you. Um, I'm always happy to help, and I'm proud to say that through stuff like this and through the videos and stuff that I've made, I've been able to help turn around a lot of people, which makes me feel really, really good. That's good, man. I'm glad you're out there helping people. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Right on, man. This has been the old 77 bonus content episode. Thanks for being on the show, Dave. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for listening to the old 77 bonus content. Call or text the Old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779.
Help ensure future episodes by becoming a sponsor today. To find out how, email the old 77 podcast at gmail.com.